0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Well, listen, buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockinest feet of madness. Geo!
2: Kicking us off today, Mikey in Christchurch. G'day, Mikey.
0: G'day, Steffi. I'll stick to the uh, oval ball stuff. Certainly. I don't know much about the other stuff. <laughs> um, I um, I kicked off, I watched all the Super Rugby games. Mm. Um, I've got uh, there's an incident in the first half of the Blues game which I'd like to request a task from you at the end of this conversation, <laughs> um, but if you will. It's a question that I want you to ask somebody. But anywho, the Blues game got on them. Um, watched the I flipped over to watch the Warriors, which I think would have been with half an hour to go
3: yeah.
4: and
0: I had to check the alcohol content of the drinks that I was drinking on my sofa because bloody hell just just the gates got released and try after try after try mm. Sean Johnson coming off the, from a bloody nose and normally would have probably sat that out but he's back on there scoring another try that was uh, that was awesome that was really really good stuff um, I didn't I haven't seen the highlights of the first half but I believe they put on a really good defensive effort Um watched the Chiefs-Reds game, which I thought was a fantastic game, Mm. and if you're a Chiefs supporter, there's no way you can't tell me there was a bit of squeaky bum moments in that game.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There definitely were.
0: There definitely were, and I think think the most interesting thing was that I thought the Reds' kicking game, in fact, most of the Aussie teams, actually, but the Reds in particular, and, and probably the Brumbies, their kicking game seems a little bit superior than ours in terms of field positioning, and... I think the Brums are really going to closely look at that game uh, for this week- weekend's semi-final clash. Um, I think there is a way to beat the Chiefs, definitely. Mm. Uh, what, what do you think about that?
2: Yeah, kicking, um, I'm, I'm with you. New Zealand teams just seem to just kick, or we'll, we'll just kick. And quite often the defender doesn't even have to move his feet one centimetre, just kick it straight to them. Whereas I feel like the Australians have different types of kick, have banana kicks, have um backspinning kicks and it generally lands on the grass. But Matt, was it the Chiefs game or the Blues game? One of them had ninety two kicks in general play, which is friggin' unreal. When I saw James McConey tweeted actually, ninety two kicks and I said the ball's in play for twenty one minutes. So you do the mess. That's a that's about five kicks a minute. That's unbelievable.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think the Reds got an excellent 50-20 fifty twenty two as well. Yeah. With some good field, which I, I, someone explained to me why people don't do that more often. Um, the two things I took out of the Crusaders game: one was, um, Fijian and supporters are the best supporters in Super Rugby yes. by a mile. Yes. Um, you see, they flew a, a, a plane load of supporters to the game from from Fiji.
2: I loved Did that. You know that? Yeah, I love. I think That's there amazing. there might have even been two.
0: Wow. Well, Oh, stunning. That's just awesome. Um, and can someone, the second thing, can someone please put the call out to Richie, Dan, Karen, Reid to start training? Because we're running out of players, man. We, we're everybody. I mean, we had 13 players at the end of that game. Yeah. Basically for injury. Yeah, the injuries um, of the
2: Crusaders' stocks this year have been incredible. What's even more incredible to me is these no-names that are being pulled in and fitting into the Crusader jigsaw.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I think I think it's just the, the yeah, it's just the, what they have have here, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Um, uh, the the Brumbies, uh, Kane's game was yeah, it was a bit of a thrill ride, and I don't think it was a try, and a lot of people probably say it was, but the one thing you can't doubt. I mean, I was almost in tears as well when Hardy at the end when he was being interviewed. Oh, same man, he's so passionate about the game. Yeah. And he, he, is, he is an awesome human being.
2: He really is. And and probably his last game for the Hurricanes. That's thats the sad thing. And I think that's what really, really got to him. He wanted one more opportunity, but didn't get it. And, and they allowed some soft tries to the Hurricanes. The Brumbies got some soft tries. Um, they took some wrong options. I know all the focus is on that last try, but you know, I'd suggest Geordie Barrett could have passed to an unmarked Sullivan on his outside earlier than that. Um, they made a few... Poor decisions under pressure.
0: Yeah. So, to uh, I have a request of you. So, early, very early in the Blues half, Bowden Barrett did this numbskull kick. And, Ken, I know you're hovering over your, your text machine furiously coming in, but it's not just Bowden. It seems to be every all-back black do the same thing. Back, sorry. So, Bowden kicks the ball from his own half up in the air, just a, a no-nothing kick. Waratah's guy gets it, scores a try. Mm. Now, this is obviously a taught thing. It has to be, because it happens so often. And I was wondering that if you ever have the opportunity to interview a a super rugby coach or even an All Blacks coach, uh, particularly in defensive or attacking whatever, can you ask them why? Because when you did the interview with the guy who did rest and recreation, that was an excellent interview, Mm. and it gave an insight to why they do that. Now, there's obviously a reason why these players are doing it. Me as a, uh, someone watching it, and I know a lot of other people just think it's just pointless kicking, but there must be a reason for it. Mm. And if you could ask that question, I would greatly appreciate it.
2: I will do that. I remember last week Leon McDonald said there was too much aimless kicking from us, and we'll address that this week. It didn't look to me like they had. But no, I'll save that question up. Good man, Mikey.
0: Thank you. Cheers, buddy.
3: Yes,
2: Let's go to the north, Michael from Get G'day, Michael.
3: Hey, Steffi, how are you? Very well. So if you rank it in order of uh, top to bottom for the weekend, Warriors smashed it out of the park with that performance. Unbelievable. Um, I think the next um, best game was probably the Blues, the way they dismantled the the Waratahs. Um, I think the Chiefs were probably ultimately not lucky, but probably breathed a huge sigh of relief. Mm. Um, and the Crusaders did what they did. If you look at the Super 12 um, uh, semifinals this weekend on the form of last weekend, it will be the Blues beating the Crusaders because it'll be the last man standing, I suspect, and I reckon the Brumbies might give the Chiefs um, a really, really, really big fright on the way that the Chiefs played on um, their game on, on Friday, Saturday night. Like that, they 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 were lucky
2: to beat the Reds, I reckon. Thing about the Brumbies for me is they've got a great front office. They're very innovative and they can change game plans depending on opposition. I think as well as any team, as well as any team. Yeah. I think New Zealand teams stick to their knitting a little bit, and it's it's usually good enough. I think the Brumbies. Um, The Chiefs will scout them, but they'll bring a different game. That's what I think is going to happen. Put it
3: this way, if the Bronies win it, I wouldn't call it the upset of the century. Does that make sense?
2: Yep, yep.
3: But um, going back to the Warriors, um, I'm just about a converted fan, eh? Like, that that was just grit, determination. Um, I'd struggle to find a rugby team that would defend with that um, amount of possession the opposition had. Um, for that long and only concede six points, and at the end of the day, the six points was a bounce of the ball. But you can just see by the look on those guys' faces, they just they actually enjoying going to work. Do you know what I mean? And that's that is the whole difference. And um, I'm surprised that Sammy's at work today because he's probably still out partying. Mm. But he is at work because I've spoken to him. But yeah, awesome. Just like that. That I don't write them off for winning this thing. Hey,
2: eh? who's that?
5: The Warriors
2: to win the whole thing, yep. I tell you what, they've, yep. they've got the tick. I watched that first half, and for 20 minutes, I was thinking, Oh, tries inevitable, and a tries inevitable, uh, repeat set, yep. repeat set, repeat. And they just it was Fort Knox, and I felt like we were leading at half time after that performance.
3: I mean, the um, the Raiders in Canberra on the occasion three. three, oh, in Canberra on a good day, no one, no team likes going to Canberra, League or Union, right? Yeah, um, on the occasion that they're. They're, they're right at the top end of the scale of teams. Like um, That was a huge, that was a big mountain, especially by the, the volume of points, eh? Um That somehow um, they've just got, it's all coming together for them, so good on them.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. Good man. Good chatting, Michael. Take
3: care. Cheers, ya.
2: boy. See ya. We'll go to Scott in Wellington. G'day, Scott. Steph, how are you going? Very well.
5: I've got to say, as I said to you on Friday, I'm, I'm glad I left my pick in the sweep state till tonight's game because uh, they were all pretty high scoring over the weekend, um, which which made it a really good weekend of NRL, uh, to be honest, and, and obviously topped with the Warriors game. Um, I mean, as, as the other callers have said, the defence in the first half was was incredible. I think, even I think over halfway through the first half, the position wise was 65. Uh, 5% to uh, uh, Canberra at that stage and mm. to just continue to keep holding them out like, like they did. And and to be honest, I mean, Whiten got very lucky with the bounce of the ball for that try. Um, you know, so if you if you take that out of it, which I know you can't, you know, you can't actually take it out, but I mean, to only concede one try where they breached the line like that is, is pretty impressive. And to Canberra put 30-odd points on Canberra and not many teams go and do that over there. And especially... in in Croker's 300th game and and there there would have been a lot of emotion there but um, you you could just see the tide turning uh, when it started to turn as well and um, you know it's just if you win the defence you you win the game and and that's what we're doing at the moment that's that that uh, Webster's brought over from Henrith and um, you, you can see that a lot of the time there as well and uh, how good to see Johnson at the end there getting that try and the big <laughs> smile and shock on his face but it just came out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. And the, it was like the blueprint, wasn't it? We demoralised them with our defence, not our attack and it should have been us that ran out of petrol at the end of the game, but it was them. We'd done all the work in defence. It's just like the badges of courage that those Warriors deserve to wear now um, was just personified in that, and I just kept sitting there going, attack wins games, defence wins championships, and they've got the balance right. I'm not prepared to say they'll win the championship, but they'll give it a red-hot go. I think they will.
5: I think they will. And, I mean, the goal this year, the first thing would have been the top eight, so that's got to be the focus. I mean, anything above that, you know, if, if we can get into the top four, that's, that's going to be incredible, and, and obviously, you know, we've we've got to beat the likes of Penrith um, to do it. Um, but, I mean, if, if we play like we have played, um, there's no reason why we can't at the end of the day. And um, I, I just want to say quickly as well, um, uh, I mean, NRL having Andrew Abdo blow the horn at the start of the game, I mean, you know, that, that's got to be a bit of a conflict of interest that the, the you know, the man in charge of the whole thing doing that.
2: Yeah, I, I I think it was going to be Abdo, but it ended up being Croker's father. That uh, oh, Jason Croker, sorry, yeah. Jason Croker blew it. Yeah, but Abdo uh, was yeah, going yeah. to. Because
5: I, I yeah, I knew there was talk on that and I, I sort of just got into it just as the game started, so I didn't get to see that. But so um, yeah, and, and just say as well, uh, the Sharks yesterday as well one of the worst one of the worst performances I've ever seen a team play. The Snarks yesterday. I mean, Melbourne were good. Sharks were just. beyond horrible to be honest and and Hines just had a shocker of a
2: game I wonder if the pressure of origin selection might have got to him thinking I've got to play good I've got to play good and he was awful in fact the whole Sharks team were bloody awful which is great for us which is great for the Warriors because they're now just I think they're only (laughs) two points ahead of us
5: And, and it would have taken a good hit on their points differential as well which was even better
2: massively yeah massively good stuff buddy good chatting Have a good afternoon. See you, mate. You too. Um, You hold on there, Brett and Joey. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with you too. And anyone else that wants to call about stuff that went on in the weekend, 0800 150 811.
0: Getting you through the day like a hot
2: cover after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. You are always welcome to text us on double eight double That is the Tampa bear Post text machine. I will get to those, but particularly this first hour, I'd love to hear your calls. 0800 We talk to Brett and Huntley, the president of the Grubs.
6: And the Queensland were immense Grubs, man. They, <laughs> they bought the A game and they had a plan to not let us play. And um, what, a, what a better kicking plan than us. That's for sure. Physical, and then uh, a couple of boys decided um, amongst themselves that they'll just have a couple of games of run it straight, and <laughs> you know, she was good times.
2: It was um was a lot better, a lot closer game than I think everyone was expecting, and the Reds really fronted with basically a bunch of no-names.
6: Yeah, they just, they just pinned us, staff, and we couldn't play. Um, we couldn't play our game, what we've been playing all year, and Yeah, they just stuck at it like mongrel dogs. Good on them.
2: (laughs) How was the atmosphere? I know you were there.
6: (laughs) Quiet at times. (laughs) Quiet at times. I was. I was quiet at times. But um, just because you perform well in quarterfinals doesn't mean you're going to perform well the next week. And I'm sure a lot of us all black fans should know that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was. So,
5: um, there'll
6: be no stone left unturned. Like going into that a game where you, you know everyone thinks we sh- we should have belted them, I th- thought we should have belted them, and you don't. Um, there yeah. will be a lot of searching going on for for that team um, coming up to the Brumbies.
2: You worried about the Brumbies?
6: Oh, I would have been worried if we had kicked the Reds' ass. Steph. Yeah, you think <laughs> I better every team that we we yeah. come up against?
2: You think you were in better shape against the Brumbies because of how close it was in the quarter?
6: Uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And um, uh, for, for the Wellington fans out there, did he did Artie get the ball down? Probably, but you've got to you've got to give evidence to give tries. Yeah. And we we're, we're going over. We went over the line against the Reds when we lost to them after the whistle, and did to get it down? And I was like, uh, yeah, Artie probably did get it down, but. Evidence meant Yeah I'd rather be playing The Brumbies Than the
2: Canes This week Yeah sure. Yeah Also I'm looking forward To that match A lot A lot Are you going to that one as well Of course you are Of course you are <laughs> Yeah
6: Does <laughs> a bear You know what In the woods
2: <laughs> Yeah Saturday 7 o'clock Which means you'll get to The Huntley KFC About quarter to 10
7: <laughs>
6: <laughs> May do May do Steph. Good man Brett but, uh, Congratulations to Um uh, young Rabs, young Louis,
7: him,
2: and what? Uh, young Sammy, there, watermelon,
6: sugar high, yeah, rap bag. <laughs> he got another one. He thinks he
2: knows what he's doing, Steph. I oh, know he doesn't. He doesn't. But <laughs> but he'll claim it. I'll lead him claim it. Good on you, Brett, thanks, buddy.
8: Good on
2: him. Cheers, mate. Um, now we zip back up to Auckland and we talk to Joey. G'day, Joey. Yeah, g'day, Steph. Just on the, um, the rugby festival.
1: I think it's, it was, it's probably a good thing that um, uh, Waikato, the Chiefs, have, have had a loss, you know, because they know, know what it's like to lose this season, you know, when they, they got beaten by the Reds. Um, it was a tough game, they got over the line, but the grunt and determination to get them over the line on Saturday was, was, a, was a good thing, you know, and sometimes a loss further down the track beforehand, you know, it's hard to go through a whole season winning every game. 'Cause it's fifteen on fifteen and, and that's what it is when it comes to quarterfinals and semi finals. And um and they ground it out and I thought um was outstanding, um, fantastic, you know, and, and, and they got the win and I think they'll beat um uh the Brumbies uh, this weekend. I think the Brumbies just leaked too many points. And just on the um uh, staff on the um Warriors, defence wins premierships. And um, these guys um I said to you producer fitness 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 and I know I go on about it but they are I think they're one of if not the, the first side in the competition and they're coming overside when it when in the second half when they still have that fitness keeps going mm. and this is what they did to carry they hung on hung on they put the, the Sean Johnson drop kick from the goal line and they know now which they didn't know last year which they couldn't do they know now if, if they don't get the ball from a from a drop kick on the goal line, they know they can defend and hold out for another six and do it all again.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's and that's confidence in on all the players you've got around you going, We're gonna work for staff, we're gonna work for Joey, we're gonna work for Sean Johnson, we're gonna work for whoever. You know, and I, I know Sean Johnson's playing great football, you know, and, and I happened to um do a job for him, I was talking to him before the season started and he said it was so hard living in Australia away from his family. And maybe it was hard for all those guys, it must have been. You know, even though we're, we're, we're good mates with the Aussies and that, and, and you know, Aussies just over the, 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 the um, you know, the, one of the closest countries to us, um, I, it must have been bloody hard for them to do that. And now you have seen them come back to New Zealand um, and they've got that spouse, that, that that confidence in each other, you know, which is I think is fantastic. Um, and just on one more thing, Steph, before I go, um, I believe you'll have to um, make a phone call and, and congratulate... Uh, one
2: of your family about Men's City. Yes, he sent me a video of full time, and it is—it's unreal. The pub in Tenerife, going nuts, chanting, singing, hugging, kissing. It was—it was quite incredible. I don't think I trust him quite yet to get him back on the show. <laughs> Look,
1: Steph, I know, I know, I'm a Man United man. Um, all I can say is we did it first, but congratulations to uh, City because it's so hard to do. Mm. And um and they deserve it even though they, they didn't play that well in that in that final of um against AC Milan. But they won it and that's all you gotta do and um and got on.
2: Yeah, I was worried um, I was worried I was worried at half time nil all. I was worried because then you get fifteen minutes at half time to sit down thinking it could have gone one or two ways. And and you're right, I watched I didn't watch the first half, I got up and watched the second half. And yeah, you're right. They didn't play great, but but they won. And um, I'm really stoked for my brother in law and his dad. eh? I, I I I really am. Yeah, well, it, it, it is fantastic, you know. I
1: mean, for, for anyone to to do
6: that, you know. But um, and like I
2: always say, Steph, go the mighty turbos. Get up. Looking forward to them. Let's go, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Yeah, mate. See you, boy. And um, Braden Yossi, he he's re-signed uh for the turbos this year. Hope Brett Cameron has as well course, some upsets give us a yell 0800 150 811 what did you make of the weekend the rugby the warriors anything else capture your imagination there was UFC Amanda Nunes uh, put her two belts and her gloves in the middle of the ring and bid farewell to the sport and people are saying the greatest of all time um, her record is absolutely unbelievably good very very good anyway give us a yell we'll take the news and we'll come back with you
1: well listen buster you better start to move your feet to the rockinest beat of madness.
2: Oh yeah. eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Midday madness goes all the way through. To, I'm just trying to remember the name of the person that always rings at about two minutes to one. Sam, so I'm just going to ask them to hurry up and ring. Oh, Scott from Taranaki always rings late. Come on, Scott, ring us now. Uh, we go to Zade, uh, the life member Zade. I said UFC and
9: I thought, I wonder if Zade will ring. Here he is. <laughs> Good afternoon, uh, Staffy. Blue's off to the semi semifinal. Uh, got the big clash on Friday night, but he does it again. Mark Talia uh, <laughs> equaling Joe Roccofoco's record for most tries in a season at Eden Park. Equaling Doug Howlett's record most tries in a season for a blue. He, he, he's just a beast, old Talia. Um, but, yeah, and Nepo um, Lalala, how good was he out there on Friday night for the blues? Um, but I know the Waratahs weren't really a tough, tough test. They're not going to be the same as nowhere near the Crusaders. And I'm sorry, but I, I think I said it the other day, the Brumbies were just too strong for the Canes. And that rolling more, they used it so what they've been doing all year. And I think the Chiefs need to watch out if they if they if they play how they played against the Canes. The Chiefs need to watch out because they only just got past the Reds on um, Saturday night. They were Saturday after, afternoon. They were pretty scratchy, weren't they?
2: They were. Um, yeah, they really were. They're going to have to pull this sock. But the Chiefs can. Um, they can. They've got yeah, the ability yeah. to bounce back. But um, I was going to say which which game am i looking forward to. I do like New Zealand Australia clashes, so I will. I'll definitely watch both games and um you're right, the Crusaders, Blues Crusaders with a lot of injury problems and the Blues Yeah, well
9: hopefully it's a blue, hopefully it's the Blues Chiefs flying on White and I'll be going to that hopefully. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna wait and see. Um you know, I'm being a bit of, I'm being I'm being a bit optimistic, you know what the blues and Chiefs crusaders are like, we struggle to beat them, so We've got to bring our A game. I know they've got a few injuries, which is to our advantage. But we've got to use that, And Barrett just can't kick the ball away. We've got to keep the ball in hand and run. That's that's our game plan. You know, we've we've been. That's what we if we want to win and be in the final. We've got to do that. Um, yeah. What about the Warriors? I did not see that result coming. I was at the Blues, obviously, on Friday night, and I, you know, it was, we were walking back to the car, and I, we saw one of the bars, and it was what 18-8? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then got back in the car and chucked Sammy on they scored a few more tries
2: yeah <laughs> was... I was like
9: what's happening here and then I, I even missed a Johnson try because I turned it off and I thought oh okay this is, they're not going to score any more points and then because um, Johnson went off with that with a bit of a sore nose and I thought he was concussed but then came back on and got an intercept so um... I don't know what are you, what the Warriors were up to on Friday night but Neg is soaring and they're, they're going to get another one aren't they after the bite they've got the dragon, so I think that's another two points they're getting a, a free two points this weekend, so who knows how high they are going to be after the buy. But um, it's just a great season, and yeah, uh, you see the UFC Amanda Nunes. She goes out as probably the best ever women's UFC fighter. Um, I think it was about time for her to retire. There's no really opponents left left. Really, you know, two belts, bantamweight and featherweight, and um, the fight yesterday was pretty boring. She didn't the her opponent didn't do much. Couldn't couldn't couldn't, couldn't hardly land anything. Uh, but the result that surprised me was Charles Oliveira. Um, Benil Dariush was on an eight-fight win streak, but Oliveira—he's more of a grappler than a striker. But he just sat him down.
2: Mm, he did. He did just. It was. But it,
9: it wasn't the best pay-per-view card. It was. It was. It was average. But you know, it was okay. The next one's going to be great, though. Um, Alexander Volkanovski UFC 290 versus Rodriguez. You've got Rob Whittaker there. You've got Dan Hooker there. That's going to be an absolute bonkers of a card, that one.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a beaut, absolute beaut. Zade, pleased you enjoyed your weekend, mate. Thank
9: you, but Go the Blues!
2: Up the Blues, up Mark Talia. <sighs> Gary in Upper Hutt. G'day, Gary.
4: G'day, Steph. Hey, i um, just got a quick question for you. I don't know if anybody's actually asked this regarding that Artie Soverev try, which personally I think he actually got down. Those, um, like the buff head bloody commentators in Australia will go on about there's a hand under it, there's a hand under it. It's like, well, there can still be a hand under the ball, and the ball can still be touched in the grass, yeah? Yes. And all the ball has to do is touch a blade of grass, and it's still a try, isn't it? Is is that actually the case, or is it the case that if someone has a hand under it, it's no try regardless?
2: No, if some of the ball touches the ground, um, even if the so, like half the ball touches the ground and the other half of the ball's got opposition hand under it. That is still a try. And what Artie said after the game said, I grounded it and then he got his hand under it. And I don't think we saw that first bit that he was talking about. Um, And Artie's honest as the day is long. He wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't have said that. Um, And it was just, there was no angle. There was no conclusive angle. And the unfortunate thing and Jason Holland's come out and had a, decent old swish at the TMO saying this if the referee had said I'm awarding try, um, give me yep. a reason to not award it, he'd come back, I can't give you a reason. But he gave him I can't give you a reason to award it. So
4: Yeah, if- and that's that's the problem though straight away by him saying no try it yeah, it makes it so hard to make it a try. Even though I'm I'm convinced that ball touched the ground. It had to have. Mm. Um, but like you say, because he called it no tries, no, well that's the way it goes. But yeah, it's just the way that those commentators are going on, just because he had his hand under it, therefore it can't be a try. But it's like I didn't think that was the case. Surely if you know, it, all it has to do is touch a blade of grass.
2: Yeah, and the ball was long Uh, ways. You compare it last week in an NRL game, (laughs) a player had his whole hand, I think it was Wendell son, had his whole hand under the tip of the ball. The tip of it, yeah. yeah. So none of the ball could actually hit the grass, but they had a really good camera angle of that.
4: And Um, that, therefore, is held up. It doesn't touch the ground. But like you say, it was long ways. And uh, yeah, for me, it touched the ground, but so be it, that's gone. And hey, just quickly on those Warriors, they were impressive, weren't they? But um, all you Warriors fans, they're all getting all getting excited. But did they watch that Penrith game as well? Because I tell you what, boy, they're going
2: to be hard to beat. Oh, they're going to be hard to beat for anyone. They they are the leaders. I think they're, them and yeah. probably Brisbane um, are the two that sort of stand out. But, geez, you know, that's a fantastic win in Canberra. We get two points for the bye. We've improved our for and against as well. Um, so, you know, one step at a time. But it's just such yeah. good entertainment at the moment.
4: Yeah, they they really are. They they are exciting to watch. I mean, they're my sort of second team there. I, I much prefer Penrith, but um, yeah, oh, and on that one as well, why Whyra Hargraves doesn't get stood down for at least a match. There's something wrong. He is just a th- he was just looking to incite violence. That guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, he was on a mission just to a get thug. him. Yeah, just a yeah. thug. Yeah, he is. He is. But I still quite enjoyed it. As yeah. weird as that oh, <laughs>
4: Yeah, I see, see I didn't because you know, once again on and uh, Spencer um Spencer Lou. Yep. Um, yeah so, yeah he he was just as stupid though as well. he just should have once the initial it had died down, all he had to do was turn around and walk away, yeah, and it never would have gone on, you know, but um, he, he just couldn't help himself
2: <laughs> Meet me in stupid. the car park,
4: yeah. meet me in the car park, yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on man, you're a professional, yeah, yeah. no I, I, I don't like it. I do understand where it's like, oh, that's exciting, but these are big, strong guys in a really physical game. And it only takes one little thing for it to turn nasty, you know, and you've, I think you've really got to stamp down on it myself.
2: Mm, yep, me too. Good man. Good to hear from you, Gary. All right. Yep, have a good day. Cheers, buddy. You too. Um, message from Ken Staffy The Blues, by far the best side in the quarters. They're peaking at the right time. It's coming home, Zade, where it belongs. Blues, Brumbies final, Eden Park, and even the Dragons had a great win. Damn good weekend of footy. Cheers from Ken. Blue's by far the best side in the quarters. No trophies in the quarters. But you're still alive, Ken. You're in the top four. Uh, Give us a yell. 0800 150 811. We'll have a break. I'd love to chat to you after that. Helping you tune out your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Welcome back in. Afternoons with Steffi here till three o'clock. Oh, here's a man I haven't heard from from a wee while, David in Blackpool. G'day, David.
7: G'day, Steffi. How are you? Oh,
2: brilliant. Good to hear from you.
7: Yeah, no, it's been a, been a while. It, um, I I wanted to thank you so much for the um, interview you had with, um, was it Mr B, the tenorif? Yep, yep. President of the Man City Bank Club. That was him. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. I brought back so many memories to me. I mean, I've had my 70th birthday, but I was lucky enough to. Um, I was based in London for oh, seven years working out of uh, Aberdeen on the Oregon. And, and going to a football um, game, just how manic and rabid and that, that the English football fan is at the game. Mm. It's just incredible. Incredible eh? way. We, we, I don't think Kiwis can understand it. Well,
2: we don't. We don't get close to it. I went to a Fulham West Ham game, and oh, like you could cut it with a knife. And I've been to hundreds of rugby games, and I never experienced anything by. I think they were sort of two thirds of the way down the table, both teams, and it was just incredible.
7: Yeah, yeah. I lived in North London, not far from um, Highbury, so the oh. local was Arsenal, but. um and also in that time, um my month off of the rigs coincided with um, Graham Moore's tour when Andy Hayden got um pushed out of the line <laughs> out of, out of
2: <laughs> Horribly pushed. <laughs> Brian yeah, McKitney yeah. stepped up.
7: Yes, 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 and broke broke the Welsh fan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, good
7: but No, thank you very much, you uh i have almost um, enticed to get my television back. I haven't had it for about three years, but um, I'm missing a bit of sport, I think.
2: You are, mate. You definitely are. If I get Mr B on one more time, you'll probably he'll probably convince you to get a TV. <laughs> yeah.
6: Hey, thanks
7: very much, Mark.
2: Cheers, David. Good to hear from you. David from one of the nice parts of the world down there in Blackpool. Uh, Terry said, Ken, a, bit, a little bit early on the... Blues have had the easiest run of the entire competition and will get done by 30 points this week. Love from Terry. <laughs> uh, Staffy, oh, I've read that one. That was the first one from Kent. Staff, some good games of footy over the weekend. Hard luck to the Canes. I thought they played pretty well. and are unlucky at the end with that call. I just can't help thinking that there are too many Aussie teams in the comp. It was interesting to hear Leicester say that he wanted to move to France Uh, to play against some of the best players week in, week out. If you're in an elite level, All Black does playing against... If you're in an elite level, playing against some of the Aussies that no one's really heard of, is that going to get you up in the morning? I think the NZRU backed the wrong horse. The sooner we leave Australia, the better. They are so difficult to do business with anyway. I just don't see the point of them having five teams. Yes. Um, let's go back to the phones. We can squeeze this in. John from Christchurch. G'day, John.
8: G'day, Steph. How are you, mate? Good, buddy. Outstanding. Hey, listen, just quickly, mate, just I'll oh, just quickly say first, uh, the Warriors outstanding, um, great to watch and uh the rugby's all good, mate. But the reason for my call, if, if you're talking to Paulie Mawadi later on, mate, I'm sure on Friday he said that uh a couple of people put some quite big um, bets on the boosted odds of Sean Johnson scoring a try, oh. And I'm thinking one of them was a 1000 bucks or something like that. And I'd love to know or hear from one of those people that uh, put a 1000 bucks on him and he went off with 15 minutes to go with a concussion test, <laughs> then comes back on first that scores a bloody try. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the emotion of those two?
2: Oh, because when he went <laughs> off, you thought he ain't coming back. I didn't think he'd be no, coming he ain't back.
8: coming back. No, the first thing I thought of
2: was those people who put those big boosted bets on. I thought they would be going berserk. Yes, <laughs> I'm just going to check Sorry, if we've... Oh, it was huh? oh, it was it was outstanding. Yes, we have got Paul Mawadi just after one thirty, so I will put that to him. So you stay listening.
8: No, but the Warriors just outstanding. It's just good sport going on at
2: the moment. It's, it's good to be alive watching it. I'm with you, mate. I am with you. So much, so much on at the moment. So good.
8: Anyway, mate, enjoy the rest of your day, pal, and we'll
2: talk again. Cheers, buddy. Thanks, John. Last break. We'll come back after this break.
0: Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa
2: after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Uh, some text messages before we get to the news. Staffy, I listened to the cricket over the weekend. A big thanks to SENZ. I was disappointed to hear that England will play no test cricket in August this year. Um, only white ball cricket. Height of summer and no tests. Another death knell for the highest form of the game. David from Wellington. I did read that Pat Cummins said <clears throat> it's the favourite form of cricket that the Australians enjoy playing, which is interesting. Um, I was very impressed of this, at the storage capacity of that man's nasal passage. Was I the only person eating when Sky accidentally captured that Mr. Snuffleupagus moment? I, <laughs> I know what you mean, but I didn't see it. Yuck. Uh, staff, the Warriors back three do most of the work from their own 22. This allows forwards to have gas in the offensive inside other teams' red zone. Look, they really do. Montoya, Nicol Klushtar. Watini uh, Zalesnik, they do a lot of like quite often they'll they'll do three of the first four hit ups, um, coming out of their own red zone, and they continually do it, and they take it up hard. Like all three of those guys, they're not Nancy, fullbacks and wings. Yeah, really good point, Tim from Auckland. Uh, seems to be in both codes. They're always looking for every reason not to award tries. I'm with that staff New Zealand rugby should bring in a two kick rule if the Crusaders kick in general play and the opponent kicks it back then the Crusaders must run it back and vice versa Warwick insightful intelligent I like that Uh, highlight of the weekend was the Broncos Knights for me but more so Rhys Walsh against um, Ponga how good that was I'd say did Ponga win that one on points I loved it when he stepped Reese Walsh. I don't know why. I loved it. Kalen Ponger when he's on fire, deceptively quick too. Right, we're coming up to the one o'clock news after that. We're going to talk to Dan Talentai. He's the NRL senior editor. Um, He'll be joining us after Johnny Max News.